to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 113 for the 18th of August, 2009. Hello. Hello there, James. How the devil are you? It's been a while. It's been a while and uh, we've, we've not been on the couch for a little bit due to random transportation and travel arrangements. And, and but, uh, work getting in the way of podcasting and those no, kinds of things. What is that about? And, and holidays, to be fair. Yeah, so, that's true. There we go. Can't always be there. But anyway, it's fantastic to be back here on the couch and we'll be talking about our usual mix of kind of digital media and technology news with a focus on business, technology, content delivery bit of mobile news, uh, stuff that's happening in the world of gaming technology and uh, any other wacky, crazy stuff that we come across. Yeah, and indeed, anything we get from you are um, listeners. I was going to say slave listeners, but that would be a bit <laughs> derogatory, wouldn't it? Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, if you do send us any feedback at uh, feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com, we're always grateful for it. Any tips or tricks or omissions or just uh, things anything you want to abuse us with. But please don't send us any of those emails asking if you can help us improve the... Uh, the marketing of our podcast. Very thoughtful of you, but we've had them all. Yes. yes. <laughs> Probably more of those than Nigerians trying to sell them, get us to relinquish money. Yep. Anywho. So, um, James, what's happening in the world of business? Well, um, you've got some article here. I must admit, I have done very little in acquiring stories. So you can ask me the questions and I'll go, hmm, I'm not sure, Ian. What do you think? <laughs> Well, as, as I understand it, uh, our friends at Comcast are looking to spend their war chest on acquiring a, uh, a fancy new content provider now. And is Comcast the world's largest cable provider? I think they'd have to be well and truly up there. Right, okay. I think pretty much there. It's the top one. US cable service provider, yeah. Yep, uh, certainly by number. And mm-hmm. uh, in, in 2004, they, they had a bid for Disney, which mm-hmm. you know, buying Disney is like the ultimate in terms of a content acquisition. Uh, they didn't quite make it at the time, and they're certainly not, not looking to do that this time, but they're certainly looking around for... $54 billion, they said. They, they offered them five years ago. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of money. I don't know if you'd get Disney for... You, you might get it's Disney a, for less than that these days. a lot of mouse ears, isn't it? That but is certainly yeah. a lot of, a lot of mm. cash. So they've, they've got that sort of amount of money lying around that... Uh, uh, they're looking to well, they've got a lot of cash flow, haven't they? I mean, that's typically they've got a lot of debt, but they can they get a lot of cash coming in from all those subscriptions. They do. Um, and uh, I suppose they do feel that they're probably a little, you know, slave to the content providers so they don't have any of their own channels. And yeah, they and have that's, some power. They've and got the in the way of negotiation. Yeah, yeah. so they, they have a difficulty with uh, when they're actually looking to do uh, content deals, they're mm-hmm. always on the other side of uh, uh, some great content and having to negotiate against that but if they actually own their own content they could say well that's no problems we will produce that program internally as opposed to getting you to do it for example yeah so. yeah i guess it, i mean there's been similar things when news core owned DirecTV and now liberty mm-hmm. there's always things about well you know i might be dealing with you never quite know if you're you're being friends with one hand and they're taken away with the other yeah. you know, that's the uh, there's always a bit of a concern about that um, yeah and i think uh, i mean when we saw, saw aol and time warner tie up there's always um there's always a challenge in, in terms of providing the pipe and actually providing the content as well. Mm. Um, in Australia, 
Oxtail. It's going for Enron sort of Ponzi scheme, so presumably <laughs> you, can pay, you pay yourself a lot of money for your own content. <laughs> well, that's that's true. But in, in Australia, Ostar and Foxtel uh, jointly mm. own some of the channels. It's quite common to own some of the channels that, that you're producing. Mm. Um, uh, Virgin, for example, own a bunch of channels. Sky own a bunch of channels. Um, why not Comcast? Um, but I guess mm. they're going after... Uh, well, they're looking rather than made them homegrown, I suppose, to just buy some off-the-shelf channels because obviously <laughs> yeah, like, in um, a lot of other places they spent a long time building up the brand and investing exactly. in them and all this kind of stuff. Yep. But, you know, go straight for Disney. Yep. Or in their case, they're looking at MTV or Paramount or Time Warner. Or and it wasn't just Disney TV that went forward. Presumably it was the whole shooting match. It oh, was the just whole like thing. Whole Disney. Thing, yeah. So, I mean, Disney's obviously a bit of a cash cow as well. I mean, they can re-release kind of, I don't know, one of those classic Disney things with a broom and that kind of stuff. And Disney have been slowly releasing their uh, animated back catalogue over the last 20 years on DVD. Reanimating it on every new format that pops out. (laughs) Good for them. Uh, We'll see. Yeah, very exciting. Mm. But also, I guess it's a sign that uh, the cable company is not doing so badly after all. Well, it's the staycation time, isn't it? Everyone's staying at home. I mean, you know, spending more at staying in is the new going out. It is indeed. I've heard that before. Um, (laughs) So I saw a lot of email in my kind of stories I should read, but I thought I was a bit too bored to read them about <laughs> this next story, which is um, Spain green light for paid digital terrestrial television. Now I've, I've seen a lot about uh, Spain. Mm-hmm. I think it must have an analog switch off some time ago. Yep. A lot more channels out there. Um, and for some reason um, they're launching their, someone has sanctioned the ability to do, I guess some kind of top up or over the top, pay services mm-hmm. in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the question so here license is... license has been granted, right? Yeah, so they've granted a license for someone to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, and for April 2010, uh, well, actually, it's April 2010 when the digital switchover is finally completed to, to the entire okay. of Spain. Um, and uh, so they'll end up with five multiplexes, and which is a fairly right. common way to go. Each mm. TV network gets its own multiplex. That's what happens in Australia as well. Yep. Uh, and they've all pretty much uh, requested a license to be able to offer pay services as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the government's decision was taken on the grounds that pay DTT was necessary and urgent in order to uh, give a greater DTT introduction. Uh, so well, I guess of course, once they've switched everything off, there'll be bags of, uh, sort of, bags of man with spectrum as well. So that's the way to go. Uh, makes sense. And obviously advertising is having a bit of a hard time, so pay would seem to be the way to go. Uh, Yep. So it looks like um, it'd be an interesting one to explore because I haven't, uh, I don't know if you have any in recent memory, but I haven't seen many, many things in the way of pay uh, terrestrial working as well as pay satellite or pay cable. I don't know why that is, but um, I guess mm, it's... I guess generally there's less investment, really. Um, yeah, and typically investment. the services they offer on terrestrial are not unique. It's they're offering the same services by satellite. So someone says, well, I could just go to satellite and get everything. Mm, that's true. Um, but I'm sure there is equally a niche there that's willing to pay a certain amount for a certain number of channels. And I guess it's going to come down to the football and things like that. Who's got them? Yeah, exactly. And where it's there. So, um, yeah, and if a particular channel had access to mm, uh, a particular set of matches, for example, and could push it from their normal channel onto their pay channel, then I could see that you could yeah. you could use that to make But there's always money. the cross-promotion thing. And of course, the only people to object were the, the embedded DTH and cable companies. Well, yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> I do the same. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, I think we've still got, in this, not, not exactly in Spain, but close to Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a story here about uh, K1 
cable company offering a gigabit per second broadband service. Which is totally fabulous. I guess uh, I was more interested in this that, um, you know, Portugal has not exactly led the led the world in terms of um, technology Anything. innovation. Yeah, well, apart from, apart from discovering America. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And they have some Columbus fabulous and beaches and some, I've had wonderful cocktails there, so I must, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and lots of lying on the beach afterwards. Um, and I've been to Macau, which is quite a good, that was a good, uh, you know, legacy from Portugal. Oh, indeed. Yes, that's true. So, yeah. um, however, the, uh, I guess the example here is where uh, companies that have not had that investment in kind of um, first generation technology can, yeah, can leapfrog and go straight in. Yeah, exactly. And they're looking at um, a two tier offering that includes a two hundred megabit service as well as a one gigabit service. Which you know that's that's a fantastic offering, isn't what it? What are they going to? Is it surely? There's going to be a bit of a bottleneck in the cable head end where they're going, <laughs> like on the between Portugal and anything else, like <laughs> another country. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, big case. I mean, that's good. I mean, I, as I said, I switched over to a new broadband provider, mm-hmm. which is still because I'm on an exchange in the UK, which is um, they haven't put any hardware in it because I live in quite a small little uh, town, right. village. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm just uh, basically British Telecom is the incumbent here in the UK. Mm-hmm. And so my ISP is leasing the service from them. Oh, but there's right. some serious rate shaping going on. <laughs> as in. So, well, I'm getting like, I did a, a test this morning on some internal server and I'm getting 200 kilobits per second. Wow. Which, you know, but my line, rate is, my line rate is possible of six and a half megabits and I'm getting 200 right. kilobits. So there's something going on there. Okay. So between you and the exchange is okay, but out of the exchange. Yeah, there's, I'm being severely I mean, rate shaped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they've sold the wrong package to me or something. I think like so, yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, I'm not, not a happy bunny there, I tell you. Mm. Um, but yeah, gigabits of the home. I'm not sure I need quite that much. <laughs> but more than 200 would be plenty. Well, more than one megabit right now would be good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, good. 200 megabits. Oof. Yeah, don't think that's going to happen. Um, but it sounds, sounds good. I, mean, I guess that's all. It doesn't say which technology is being used. It says maybe a bit of fiber. Yeah, fiber, to fiber getting on. That'd be yep. the old pong, zon with pong. Um, very exciting. Um, content delivery. Now, mm. everyone's got an app store, so why shouldn't DTH companies? Well, the, yeah, exactly. And, and this is what I think is, um, I, I'm fascinated by this story because DirecTV is launching its TV app store. So I went and had a look at the website and checked out the apps you can download. And at the moment, there's only, instead of the 65,000 there are on the Apple store, there's... 12. 20. <laughs> 12. I, I looked at it. It's, the site set up to be loads and loads of them, but there's no, it doesn't give you any indication of how you can develop your own apps. Mm-hmm. And like most popular ones, there's none in that list. Because <laughs> they're not popular. Yeah. But I mean, I think what a, what a great idea. Uh, I mean, presumably if DirecTV can launch um, some sort of API, it's, I mean, it's Java apps, aren't they? So, you know, if, if people can develop their own Java apps and mm. run them, uh, run them locally. So you need an internet connection, connect, uh, cable to free your, as well, aren't they? I mean, they're free, but obviously you have to have, um, direct TV in this yeah, case. Yeah, So they're free at the moment. Uh, do you think direct is going to charge for them at some point? I wouldn't have thought so. And if they're not, if they're not developing them, why would they charge for them? Well, presumably the developers want to be able to charge for them. Yeah. Maybe they can let people charge them, but I mean, yeah, I guess they could. Well, that's cool. So presumably it has uh, some sort of internet back channel access so you can connect to the internet because they've got Flickr and um, Twitter on there. So presumably 
Mm. Uh, you can see that in, in uh, the uh, the indications from the website is that you can actually be running these apps while you're watching TV. So you can have Twitter running while you're seeing. Yeah, you I'm know, not the sure quite how that's going to work too well. But we'll, I don't think we watch much cricket in America either, to be honest. Oh, well, actually, that's a good point. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> but that is MLB would be more important. Mm-hmm. The older. My MLB team, Major League That's Baseball, for those who don't yep. know that uh, little acronym there. Um, very so, cool. yeah, I, very cool. see. I think it's a bit of a Me Too sort of approach, but it, it may well work. I'm not sure if people watch TV to watch TV. They don't necessarily do it to have sort of widgets and stuff. But uh, mm. the old one might be handy if you just wanted to check your currency or your stocks or something. Is there yeah. a stock portfolio? I guess there must be. Uh, there isn't a stock one yet, but there's a, di- no, there's a digital clock. That's cool. Yeah. Biorhythms, that's handy. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know why there isn't a, uh, a stock one. But uh, Yeah, something like that would be handy if you want to be able to say, I want to see these particular stocks and have them tickering yeah. across the screen. That's cool. Ticker or just uh, you know press a button to pull up your widgets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess Very it's cool. not going to work on all boxes as well. So yeah, so you need a thing. box connected to the internet and it yeah. needs to be... You might need to have your multi-room thing, actually, as well. There might be some other tier you have to subscribe to, you know, Uh, a dollar a month for your app store. Who knows? Um, Anywho, that'd be interesting to see. Watch and and see how that works. If anyone else says, yeah, me too, we can do that. Yeah, uh, so if you actually got DirecTV and you can tell us how it works, that would be great. Yeah, I guess you have to be on the early adopter sort of packagey thing. uh, Yeah, it's coming up, though, so... See how it goes. Uh, So from one app store to another. Indeed. So now we've got TomTom available for the iPhone. Now, it's not 99 cents like most of the apps or 89 P's it is in the UK. It's actually $99, which is a quite a different... Uh, I heard it launched in New Zealand first or something. I saw some... <laughs> I think New Zealand's got less roads, right? So. <laughs> no, I think that's a time zone related thing. So Surely you've got to pay by the number of roads, surely. I mean, you would think that? so. Well, you, you actually, for most of the map downloads, you, it seems to be vaguely proportional to the number of roads, but mm. not necessarily. Uh, but, but, um, I mean... I quite, don't quite know how it's going to work because, uh, I mean, the, the US and Canada map is 1.2 gig of map data. Wow. Now, that's a fair amount of your iPhone taken up with maps. Yeah, but then people who use it as a navigation device. I mean, I've used my, my BlackBerry a bit for navigating around. Mm-hmm. Um, what app do you use on there? Just uh, I just or? use Google Maps, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. It um, does seem to work, but I, I was in Jerusalem last week and... Uh, Bizarrely, there's no street data. <laughs> really? You can get really fuzzy satellite pictures, but no street data. But yet it can do navigation. So literally, you've just got lines drawn on the map. And it tells you the name of this. But you can't see the map. You can't see the map. So right. it's really tricky to orientate yourself. Um, That's cool. But, it, you know, I, I found that's useful. I've even used mm. it to sort of find what's near me. So I guess it would be quite handy if... Um, if I had some kind of navigation map. And, it, and don't forget, the iPhone does navigation anyway. Well, it does. It's just Google Maps inbuilt, and it does. It you doesn't can do the turn by around. turn stuff. That's yeah, the thing. Which it is doesn't. what I'm looking forward to. Like, I mean, whenever I go to the US, I take a TomTom with me and my mm. iPhone. It's kind of nice to leave the the physical TomTom behind and just plug yeah. in my iPhone, and away you go. So I'm actually waiting for the the car kit to come out. Yeah, well, I think there already is now. a car kit for one. Yeah, there is I a was, car kit, but you can't actually buy it yet. So yeah, I was looking for the bike kit, but oh, we talked about that before. <laughs> How's your electric bike going, by the way? Have you used okay, it again? I've had another product recall today. It's oh, no. <laughs> That's the second one. What, what, only what, part what of the bike. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's not quite the wheel, but yeah, there we go. They're going to send me a new part, and then I just put the, the old one in the box and right. run allegedly. 
um, but we'll see. I'll probably be away at the old uh, IBC show during that time, but mm-hmm. uh, that's life. Um, so Tom Tom have done their app and wait and see how that goes. I don't know. The car kit is rumored to cost as much as 200 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the cost of a Tom Tom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I mean, people are saying, what's the point? Because, you know, you're going to use your iPhone and then it's completely useless as anything else while it's, while it's navigating. Well, you know, I shouldn't really be on my iPhone while I'm driving anyway. So I don't actually have a problem Well, a lot that. of people are. I mean, you only have to look. You know, people are on the phone the whole time. And they're yeah, really naughty. Very naughty. Um, so uh, on to other mobile stuff. Yes, another, another widget site. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's the, the widget, this is the widget story show. In a row. It's outrageous. Um, so Samsung are introducing their widget site that allows you to call the Samsung Mobile Innovator Portal dedicated to the TouchWiz widget technology. Is that uh, TouchWiz only available on one particular sort of phone? I'm not really I, sure. I, I think there's a couple of Samsung... Mm. touch phones but I don't touch with you name which one um, but it's, it says I mean it's HTML JavaScript and CSS um, mm. it could, okay, could be a mobile device for another or even an appliance such as a Samsung series 7 television so I don't know how much this has got in common with the mm. uh, TV widget portal um, obviously I'd imagine Samsung's run as separate divisions mm-hmm. uh, but the SDK is based on Eclipse which suggests that it's pretty far away from uh, JavaScript and HTML but mm. um but again, we'll have to see if they come out of this. Do they? Uh, I guess it's another kind of me too. Oh, we should have done an app store. Let's do one. Um, what do you think about all these app stores? Is it is it a sign of new openness onto onto existing platforms? Is it? No, I, I, in my mind, it's a way of just you know mating your your product to mm-hmm. a service which is online. It adds a lot of value and it mm-hmm. differentiates your product because mm-hmm. you're less likely to move if you've got all your apps. I mean, certainly if if I've bought. And I've probably bought you know, you know 20, 20 bucks worth of apps mm-hmm. on my iPhone. So you know, the apps are not portable between devices. So that's true. I'm unlikely if I go to a new iPhone, I can still run the same apps. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a lock-in in a way. It is, yeah. Um, so that's a. So I guess the more apps you've bought, the less likely you are to change phones. Mm. That's a good. So point. whereas most people change phones at the drop of a hat because they're free on their kind of uh, their, their package. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, generally it's a good thing, but only if you can get decent apps, which yeah. is mean, <laughs> First one of those advantage things. wins every time. Yep. And there's a few apps that seem to be everywhere, like Google Maps and Twitter and things like that. But yeah, uh, finding really good applications is definitely hard work. I haven't, don't know if I've downloaded any crackers. Um, I've been playing around with the, you know, there's some new news and sports apps in the new mm-hmm. football season starts in the UK. So, um, it's always handy to be able to pull up those, but uh, I'm not actually using my iPhone much at the moment. So there you go. Mm. I've been I've been blackbreed. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, moving on to gaming news now, um, we're seeing a little change in the in the industry in terms of sales, which uh, Nintendo has led for quite some time now. But it looks like it's uh, it's sliding a little bit. Well it's, it, well, it's slowing down, but it's still in the lead. It is definitely still in the lead, but only just <laughs> like. Uh, you know, the Wii, the Wii sold almost 300,000 units uh, last year than it did at the same time. Um, right. So it's definitely slowing down, but uh, it's still ahead, of, still ahead of the Xbox and definitely still ahead of the, uh, uh, the PS3. Um, yeah. And uh, the rumor is that the only, the only thing that's really going to save the PS3 in terms of sales is actually dropping the price because it is the most expensive 
Uh, well, exactly. And the Blu-ray unit. devices are coming out now at $100, $120. Yeah, um, so it doesn't have so that kind of... It's kind of um, lost the edge. Yeah, you don't... You don't uh, if, if they're around $100, then you don't need that in, a, in your PS3. You can grab that mm. as a secondary unit. But uh, we had Wii Sports Resort that came out and sold 508,000 copies. That's not bad. I'm it? one of those. Ah, so you got the Motion Plus. I've got, I've, well, I've got two Motion Plus thingies. Mm-hmm. So, um, What's the plural of Motion Plus? I motion Ply. Motion, motion Plea, <laughs> I suppose. I and what are the games like? Uh, is it better with that thing attached? Um, is it? Well, I haven't played some of the exact... Well, I have actually. I played Golf, for instance. Mm-hmm. And Golf is definitely a lot better. Right. Um, and the other thing is the, you know, the ultimate kind of Star Wars kind of thing, the old lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Oh, doing, yeah. And basically there's a, I guess it's called, it's called sword fighting, but it's like kendo. Right. And you, you hold it, you know, Indeed. assume two-handed sword holding kind of business. And it's quite good. I think that's why I have some, some forearm related Wii injuries from <laughs> too much aggressive sword fighting. Um, and obviously <laughs> the injuries come because you don't actually hit anyone. <laughs> So you, you yeah, tense you up, that. but then you stop, you know. Um, so <laughs> so you didn't hit any kind of solid objects. Yeah, and uh, kind of, well, I normally hit the wall occasionally. But, uh, <laughs> um, there's some jet ski kind of one. Um, mm-hmm. You use the nunchuck and you kind of use some light handlebars and move. And there was cycling, which was mad, I tell you. Cycling is, uh, <laughs> you have the nunchuck in one hand and the... Um, and the Wii Motion Plus thing, which kind of snaps onto the bottom of the standard controller. Right. And then you you pedal your arms in a sort of cycling motion. Well, I think you're supposed <laughs> to go like up and down, but cycling's better. And then you right. lean both controls left and right. I'm, I'm doing it now, obviously. It doesn't work well on a podcast, but uh, you do that. And uh, it's fun. And there's 10 games, and um, some of them are up to four player, for which you have to buy yeah. you know, the, the Motion beats. Plus thing, which costs mm-hmm. 20 bucks or something. I think the list price is 24.99. So. Wow. Um, but it's uh, it's a fun game. I think I'll give it a new lease of life. I think it'll mm. probably be the game to get uh, this Christmas for people who had a dusty Wii in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Wii virus yep. will, it, it will, uh, will uh, morph itself into a new variant. But what's uh, what's what I think is interesting is that uh, the Wii Fit with the balance board came in fourth place in terms of game sales. Mm. Then Mario Kart and Super, New Super Mario Brothers, which are all games that have been out for a long time. These games yeah. have amazing longevity with uh, with the Nintendo platform. Mm, the music thing didn't come in there at all. Which one? The, the music. They didn't have a music thing we could oh, use yeah, the music to game, like, yeah. compose random music. And obviously the new football seasons, both American football and other mm-hmm. things have come out, so they'll, they'll be big sellers, I'm sure, as they get looked to clone the, the football season, get all the new strips and things out there. Mm. It's also the new, you don't buy the, the t-shirt now, you just buy the game with all the, uh, the, <laughs> the people in. Exactly. And the other news in the gaming variety is Xbox Live. Yes, yeah, so we've had, right? had an update to Xbox Live. Do you have an Xbox? Netflix. No, I yeah. don't. I don't. Um, mm. But uh, some of this looks pretty cool. If you can uh, instant queue your Netflix movie. Which I presume that means it goes on your queue and you can play it straight away. Um, yeah, well, I guess it's like instant playback, a bit like the, the PS3 has got that instant playback mm-hmm. for the videos here in the... Uh, That's pretty cool. I mean, Netflix has a, has a stack of content behind it, so if you're able to watch that on your Xbox, it's pretty mm. cool. And it's even got Party Watch, which means you can watch a show with your friends. You don't have to have your friends around at all. You can watch the same film that they're watching. 
Um, Feature available with supported titles. Obviously, there's some <laughs> viewing restrictions there. Mm-hmm. Some of the legal guys have said, hmm, two people watching at the same time? More money, please double. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, but they're watching the same edition. Oh, no. <laughs> Different homes, more money. Um, yep, I'm sure that's the case. So, lots of new stuff in uh, Xbox. Yeah, it looks pretty good. The UI improvements and other bits and pieces, that's cool. If they weren't so noisy, I might have to get one. They're still noisy? I thought they'd, they'd fix that yeah. problem, but... No. Now, apparently you can buy for like 400 bucks a special case to stick it in which grinds it down but uh, <laughs> it's called a fridge <laughs> <laughs> it's called another room yeah, yeah. that's right uh, but no, it does look pretty good I must say I don't know anyone who's, who's unhappy with an Xbox um, no and to, and to be fair you know the number of exclusive content uh, for the, uh, products for the, the PS3 seems to be limited it seems that if, if, a ga- if the game is good it comes out on, on at least those two platforms and the PC yeah um, so if you've got any one of those, then you can kind of cover. And I haven't bought a game for my PS3 for a while, I think. Time. Yeah, I need to need to get busy with that at some point. Uh, when the sun stops shining. Yeah, it's, when the summer's, it's quite nice to be outside drinking beer by the river instead of inside playing games. So Exactly. That's exactly. what, uh, what summer's about. But when it's raining and dreary. Um, and I did, I've enjoyed a bit of um, the football season started, as I said, a bit of... Uh, HD soccer, which is nice, mm-hmm. and the old Sky Plus. That's good. Nice. And um, how was the picture quality pretty good? Not bad at all. I must admit. Mm, Certainly, when you switch over, when the adverts come on and you get to see muddy stuff, and I must admit, you, you see you see a lot more advertising as well. You know, on typically at uh, mm-hmm. sports matches around the edge, they have these mm-hmm. video billboard things. Yeah. You can really see them in HD. <laughs> so you can actually get the detail. Yeah, you can read all the text and everything. It's great. Uh, right. So, Very clever. Maybe HD will save advertising because, of course, there's more real estate. There certainly is. You can scroll yeah. stuff and still keep stuff on. Yeah, I guess it's not so much advertising. It's more sponsorship there. Mm, so, sponsorship. Right. Okay. Take a look. You see that? Um, wild and wacky other stuff. Any toys you bought in? No, I've been severely lacking on the toy front with <laughs> a large quantity of already existing mobiles and app stores and to make sure we correct stuff. that toyness. Yes, exactly. We should do toys, some let's, toy let's stuff. Go toy shopping at the weekend. I think that's very important to keep up with the latest technology. Mm, Build a report is. on it, indeed. So let's do a bit of that. In the meantime, I guess we should wrap up and collect some music. Do send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Yep, Good feedback or bad or on thecatchpodcast.com. Let us know mm-hmm. what you think. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you next week in episode 114. Brilliant. Okay, and goodbye from me, James. And goodbye from Ian. Cheers. Bye.